Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Phone Box Podcast with me, Emma Conway. How the devil are you? I hope you are having a wonderful week. I say this every week, but please, could you go and check me out on Brummy Mummy of Two and go and message me on the Phone Box Podcast with guests you want. We're doing polls. Also, I want you to tag me where you're listening. I like people tagging me. Somebody once is listening on a horse, and I found that very exciting. So tag me where you're listening. We've got another great episode for you today. And let me welcome to the podcast the wonderful Darren. Good morning, Darren. How the devil are you? Hello, I am fabulous. (laughs) I will say that. You are fabulous. And where can people find you online so they can immediately go and discover you? My handle is... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is at the Lincoln Shores, not to be mistaken for me to living in Lincolnshire, which is apparently what people think it is my surname. I've never thought <laughs> I think that. It's the way I say it, Lincolnshire. The Link- They're like, oh, he lives in Lincolnshire. Is Lincolnshire nice? <laughs> I live in South Wales. Uh, South Wales is very nice, though. The stuff that you put up looks lovely. Best decision we ever did move here. Oh, that's nice. I'll leave it in the description link in the description to where everybody can find you. So, where did you grow up when you were 14? It was not South Wales, I presume. And not I don't talk about this a lot. <gasps> when people ask me, Yeah, where did you grow up? I say York, but I didn't move there until I was 16. Well, where's this mystery? Where? <laughs> I actually grew up in Scarborough, but I don't you like one with Scarborough. Oh, well, if you don't live, if people are listening to this and they're from Scarborough, they will probably tell you, they've probably told someone that they live in that like just outside of Scarborough. Okay. It's just not a very nice place to live in as a kid. It's nice to go and visit and yeah. go to the seaside, but as a kid, oh, it's not the best. But it yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't the best. In Scarborough, seaside, little tiny town of scabs what year was it so when you were 14 1998 that's a great year best year do you know what though every time somebody comes on and tells me what year in the 90s they always say every year is a great year because every year in the 90s it was was a great year oh my god yeah it was 
the era, I mean, where we, kids are reliving the night is now. So, yeah. I mean, and that makes me feel very old. <laughs> but it was the best era ever. It was like sort of on the cusp of technology really kicking in. And you were just like so free. You weren't like worried about the dangers that were around because they weren't advertised anywhere. You were just these young, free kids with no worries. Just living our best lives. I loved I genuinely loved growing up in the 90s. Yeah, it was. It was great. What was on your bedroom walls? Were you allowed posters? I was allowed posters. Yeah. But... I put I put up posters that I probably because let me just give you a little brief description of me at the age of fourteen. Yeah, I was sort of just realizing who I was and that I was this little gay boy. So when I had to have things up on my wall, obviously it's not the pictures that I probably would have wanted up on my wall, but I used to have posters of friends. As in the program, or is it your actual friends? No, like the actual program. <laughs> Can imagine making posters of your friends, and they come round. They'd be like, "This oh. is Kathy. <laughs> it is Sharon, and this is Paul." <laughs> no, actual friends. Okay. Above my bed used to be this huge, massive poster um, of um, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Being obviously being Rachel when she had the hair, the perfect yeah. hair. But every other poster had Joey in it. Okay, I see where we're going. So Joey. <laughs> was not there as like just part of the cast. He was there because you, you had a bit of a crush on Joey. Yeah, and then I used to. Ha- I I remember one year, and I don't know what it was. I had to change the poster because the lips of Joey had all gone. Um... <laughs> Has she been kissed? They've it? got worn down, shall we say? Yeah, I used to kiss Joey on a night time. Okay, right. Uh, okay, I, mean, I need to set the scene. There's a knock at the door now. And you go and answer it, yes. and it's Matt LeBlanc. Would your heart still flutter? Now? At what he looks like now? Let's go back to what he looks like in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, young Joey. Oh, I would have probably passed out and <laughs> been walking off by that. <laughs> I would have died. The blood would have rushed. Were you pretending to your friends you were like, oh, just Jennifer's just so hot? Yeah, my 100%. Yeah. I think, I mean, we all know what it was like in the 90s. Oh, God, gay terrible. Not to get too deep. Yeah. From the age of about 12, I kind of knew that changing in the in the football changing rooms with the lads shouldn't really feel like the way that I'm feeling. Yeah. All the way through secondary school, from like, probably from like the end of year seven, really early on, knew I was gay, knew I had to hide it, knew I had to show that I liked other people yeah. and all my mates were like girlfriended up and I was the one who never had a girlfriend, always got picked on for being gay. Uh-oh. Obviously I sound gay, but I wouldn't change it. No. I mean? But I, I think that definitely made me to the person that I am today, yeah. how I look at my life now of going on from when I was a kid yeah so in the hierarchy of school where were you were were you kind of on the outs a bit or did you have lots of mates no weirdly I was like top dog oh it was like yeah it was very weird I think because I was so scared of people finding out that I was gay I made friends with absolutely everyone in school so if you 
took Mean Girls, for example, as that is in the height of publicity at the minute. Yeah. I was top dog wearing, not wearing pink on a Wednesday. You were Regina. Like, you were Regina. I was Regina George. But I hung around with everyone. So the jocks, the geeks, the, like, everyone. I, and I wouldn't, like, allow, so if someone was getting bullied, like, I'd jump on that straight away. It was, I just wanted everyone to sort of have my back, even though, weirdly, no one did, because a lot of them, when, when there was bullying and stuff happening, no one would dare say anything because they didn't want to then be targeted as well. You know what yeah, it's like? Yeah, You know what it's like? And used in humour as a defence mechanism. So it was like Darren's the class clown. If Darren put in as much of his energy into entertaining the classroom, he'd do amazing in his yeah. schoolwork. So, yeah, it was very much using my personality and using the humour and being funny and being loud and being everyone's mate. So no one actually looked at me and started asking me questions. You're like a cheeky chappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like putting up a bit of a, the tears of a clown when there's no one around. <laughs> that was you. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's in your Joey poster. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what other questions did you have apart from, well, secret questions apart from Joey? Who else are you like, oh, he's a bit of me? My PE teacher. <gasps> Yeah, teacher. Which was terrible. Um, I probably can say his name. His name was Mr. Pullen. Yeah. And we, the, everyone used to make rhymes up about his surname, yeah. about like how he used to pull him. <laughs> it, it was almost like something which was well out of bounds. Yeah. But you'd see him every week. It was, I, I, it was like weird. Like I used, if I used to see him in town and stuff, I used to be like, hi, yeah, hello, hello. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just so embarrassing. But I think celebrity-wise, there wasn't really anybody else out there that really sort of like... As good as Joey. ...grabbed my attention until I got a little bit older, then it became Mark Ruffalo. Oh, Mark Ruffalo is gorgeous. He's gorgeous I mean, now. In anything yeah. he does, is just ridiculous. And as the Hulk, I mean... 13 going on 30, that's my favourite variation of Mark Ruffalo. Just Like Heaven is mine. Oh, that is such a good film. It's it's so far-fetched. Look, I know films are really... But, like, that is... The plot is real, like... <laughs> I mean, it's never going to happen. 
it's moved in some dead girl's house. Yeah, at the end, you're like, (laughs) do you know what? We're going to go. Is it Reese Witherspoon? I feel like it's Reese Witherspoon. When was that out? That early noughties? I think so, yeah. It was a lot. It was was like Sweet Home Alabama. All those kind of films all came out at the same same time, didn't they? And um, what was the Drew Barrymore one? Never Been Kissed as well. Oh, you've got got to go and watch that this afternoon. Oh, my. It is. (laughs) But whatever work you've got to do aside and watch Never Been Kissed, she goes back to secondary school. Uh, She's an adult, but she goes back. Do you know what? As I'm saying it, there are some issues with the program. film okay. <laughs> she goes back to secondary school she's an adult but the teachers don't know she's an adult i think she's a kid and one of the teachers falls in love with her as as i said bit problematic yeah <laughs> but still a great film although in the 90s and the early noughties were problematic it was just what it is what it is one thing that you just said seeing a teacher outside of school is crazy isn't it best thing ever you're like miss yeah this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As an adult, seeing your child's teacher outside of school, weird. First of all, it's so I never weird. Saw any of my friends by their full name, do you know what I mean? Surname included. And I don't be like, no. hello, Mrs. Conway. No. <laughs> no one does that. So when you're like, oh, it's so awkward. Your son's like, yeah. And you have to be like, I can't say the teacher's name, but let's just say she's Jones. Because that's a very well known. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're like, oh, hello, you're all right. She's like, yeah, you're not yet. I'm like, all right, bye, Mrs. Jones. And then as yeah, I, you like, I was like, oh, God, it's just so weird. For all out of your skin. <laughs> um, we have, um, my children had a lovely um, old headmaster, and we bumped into him, and I was like, oh, you've seen it. Headmaster was even more like, oh, yeah, at it's... a football match. We were like, and he was like, how are you doing? I was like, oh. I go back to why I'm a kid. Um, yeah, did your teachers? I maybe this was like I don't know if it was a Birmingham thing. Do you remember teachers just used to go to the pub at lunchtime in the nineties on a Friday? Mm. Yeah, Friday primary school. Bob, you see them all coming back from the pub. No, I, I was well, potentially, but I never saw that. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't be doing that now. And at prom, they all got absolutely off their faces, drunk dancing. Well, we weren't allowed a prom. Why? Because we were really naughty. <sighs> Basically, the year our school ended, yeah. the school changed their name and became a sports college. But we had a call to into assembly, and it was the first year they were ever going to start doing proms. Yes, yeah. because obviously we were going Americanized. So we all got called in and. Our school was in between two towns. They basically hated each other. So we all got put into this room to say that we we're getting a prom and it erupted. Like Excitement. we were all at the end of our years. Yeah. It was like lads fighting lads, chairs getting thrown out everywhere. Me being the gay that I was, yeah. was on the stage swinging from the curtains. Like, I mean, as you do. And then as I take this a massive, so do you remember do you remember them big white stage boxes that were hollow and you used to like stack them up? Yeah, to make all different variations yeah. of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like stacked a few of them up because there was already one laid down on the yeah. floor. Stacked a few of them up so I could like proper take a run up <laughs> on this curtain. Yeah. So imagine this running Launching. Up. 
drops off the stage, literal last foot just peels off the stage, door opens, it's the headmaster, and I'm like, You're like Tarzan in it through the air. Honestly, it was so embarrassing. We all got told to sit down, explain that we were going to be having a prom. That's not happening anymore. We were all like in the last midst of our exams. Yeah, yeah our term got ended early. We all <gasps> got sent home. We only got told to come back into school to do our exams. And that was it. <laughs> it that was, was you, your fault. You ruined it. That was like the end of like school. The stuff that we <laughs> used to do at school just was, yeah, the hygiene. I think as well, because of the era that we lived in, it's completely different to now. I mean, I would, I genuinely would hate to be a child of today. Would you? It would not. Oh my God, Joey. Wouldn't fit your personality. No. Moving on from Joey, so we know you like Friends. What music did you like? You've not mentioned any music, any classic 90s tracks. Obviously, all the cheese. Yeah. But weirdly... I had vinyls. Mm-hmm. If kids don't know what they are, they're little plastic things <laughs> that you put on a record player. It's Tony Braxton. Oh, love it. The Unbreak My Heart song got yeah. played over and over again. Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, Think Twice. Oh, yeah. All the fist clenching and everything. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, honestly, I used to love it. And I used to have it on full blast. And then Michael, um, George Michael, I used to listen to his album all the time and I cannot for the life of me remember what song it is, but the cover of it was just black and white and it was like a side profile of him. Yeah. But the one song that I used to listen to over and over and over again was called Dupe. Do you know this? And it used to go like this. I used to listen to that on a vinyl over and over. And I used to call it Doop Doop song. Yeah. It's actually called Doop by Doop is the person. Doop by Doop. And my vinyl player used to have a like a times two speed on it. So it's well fast. Like the chipmunks. I tell you what, if I was your parents, I would have killed you. That would have driven me to madness. I used to do the dance. I used to like. Da, 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 so, at what da, point da, did, da. did nobody know you were gay? I know. <laughs> you were doop duping. You were screaming Celine. <laughs> do you know what I used to do as well when I was a kid, right? When I used to listen to Celine Dion, I used to tie dusters into my hair, <laughs> knot them into my hair like I had pigtails. And I used to go, like I had some long wig on. And no one was like, hmm. <laughs> I think he might be gay. <laughs> I think if I was a child of today, I'd be on, I'd be on Drag Race or something because I would have... Yeah, you would do, but with dusters in your ear, comes to dust a lot or something, you'd be like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, what kind of um, fashion faux pas did you have? Kappa tracky bottoms that popped all the way to the top. I know the ones. So when you were doing non-school uniform day, yeah. which you had to pay 50p for, and I remember getting them ripped off at the beginning of lunch, and I didn't get them back until the end of, like, the last lesson. So I probably went, <laughs> and me being me was like, can you go, I remember the teacher saying to me, going, 
go to Lost Property and go get a pair of trousers. And I was like, I'm not putting on some other person's pair of trousers. I don't think so. So I just walked around school and just in my pants. Dirty trousers, no. Like, what are you going to do? And no one was like, well, we're going to exclude you or we're going to remove you. They were just like, well, there goes Pants McGee. I got asked by my science teachers to go to Lost Property and get a pair of trousers. Otherwise, you're going to yeah. be getting sent to the headmaster's office. So I went to drama and looked through their fancy dress box and I put on a long floor length floral, like tiny little floral skirt. As a, as an ex-teacher, you sound a bloody, like an actual no, I... nightmare. <laughs> I was. You I told was me to put something on. And then I went back to the science class and he was like, what do you think that is? You were like, cool. <laughs> and he went to me, if you want to wear a skirt, go sit with the girls. I went, all right. So I sat with the girls. You're like... Okay, that sounds good to me. You, oh my God, you sound like the stuff of, I bet everyone got to the staff room, they're like, you never guess what is done today. <laughs> you turned up in a bloody yeah. skirt. I wonder why they put poppers on trousers. What was the point of the poppers, do you think? No idea. Like, why would you, and first why? of all, why would you do it right up to the waistband? Yeah, I thought they just came to the knees. That's almost like a Magic Mike pair of trousers. Oh, they're the, do you remember when Kappa came back out? Like, yeah. what, five years ago, I think Kappa came back out, didn't they? And they bought out the popper trousers. They mm-hmm. went up to, like, the thigh and then stopped. Not in the 90s. Lessons were learned from the 90s. And I wearing a pair of white denim jeans in the 90s as well. And I wore them with rock pots. Yeah. Do you remember them? Yeah. Yep. And then the second class was, like, art class. And for the rest of the day, I wore red Basically, some lad came around with us, you know, the squeezy tubes of paint? Yeah. And just squirted them all over my white jeans, thinking it was hilarious. Obviously, me being me was like, this looks cool. So I just went Did you go to Grange Hill? Were you really in Grange Hill? <laughs> Were you really like Zamo from... I don't understand <laughs> the story you're telling me. Zamo is a, is, is a life story of me. But yeah, I, used to, I was just like... I didn't care. I was just like, you're not going to let that affect what red jeans, red paint on my trousers. So what? Do I, I mean? love it. I'd have died. I'd have cried my heart after that had happened to me. Because everyone would have been like, you got your period with all yeah. paint like dribbling down the back of my white jeans. Um, okay, talk to me about first snogs. What was it like? Oh God, it was, it was with with a girl. Yeah. Um, and it. I remember we clashed teeth. Oh God. Oh, it was a hideous. And I was just like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. No. So we had like our school and at the back of our school, we had weirdly a pub and they had like a sports field that we used to do our sports day stuff on. It was very weird. But yeah, I was like, I remember being behind the field. There was like this little shed thing. We all used to go behind there and all my mates used to like snog their girlfriends and stuff. And then I was like sort of like peer pressured into snogging this girl. I mean, if this girl ever not listens to this, from the clashing of the teeth, she will know that I'm talking about her. Yeah. And, yeah, it was hideous for both of us. She hated it. I hated it. Consequently, I'm gay. She's now a lesbian. <gasps> no um, way. Yeah. Um, it, it was the worst. Yeah. It was just rank. Like, I never wanted to do it. 
did you do it to just get like just to be like well look you know like I'm straight yeah. like yeah yeah oh my god 100% yeah mm. it was like yeah I'll kiss her do you know what I mean? They were like, oh, you don't kiss because you're gay. You don't kiss because you're gay. I was like, no, I'm not. But then obviously just because it wasn't really like uh, kissing someone because you fancied them, it was almost no. like, I'll show you I'm not gay. And then and you were just like, like oh. My first guy, which is years and years and years and years later, that wasn't even amazing either. It was like, just like, no one wants this first kiss, my life. No, just get, no one. We've, we've had only had one that had a nice first kiss. Everybody's like, oh, first kiss has been grim. Yeah, it's just like weird. It's weird. It's not like the movie. It is weird. It's not like the films, is it? Yeah. It's not like it's not what you expect it to be. Yeah. It is a little bit disappointing. There's kind of no practicing. You can snog your arm as much as you want. You can kiss your Joey poster as much as you yeah. want. <laughs> That's probably why I class T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're used to a hard say. wall. <laughs> I'm used to this cold, hard surface. <laughs> Oh, oh God, goodness. it's so terrible, is it? But I know you talked about you wished you you glad you grew up in the nineties. But if you're growing up now, do you think you still would have had to kiss a girl, or would you think you could have been a bit more open? Yeah, it's the only thing that I love about the generation of today. Like, I don't really like many generations that are older than the kids of today because there's still quite a lot of homophobic people. There's lots of racist. There's lots of people my era and older that are still set in their really old archaic ways where kids of today, most kids of today, because obviously there's still people of my era that are raising these kids, but there is the kids of today, especially like my sister who's 22, 21, 22, her era is just like accepting. Yeah. They're like, you can't say this, you can't say this. And like, they're so like accepting. That's the only word I can really say. It's like they are just happy that you're happy and everyone can be themselves. And if I was a kid of today, that is probably the only thing that I would be so grateful for mm. that I. I wouldn't have to hide who I was and took so long to realise who I actually am. And then I think as well, because of being an adult and you're still, you deal with trauma from being a kid. I'm still dealing with trauma from what stuff that happened to me as a kid for being gay. But then the reality is like, if that was happening of today, it would be completely different. Like, like I remember my sister being at the secondary school and one of her friends coming out as gay and I was just like really touched and really yeah. like, it made me quite emotional because I was just thinking, I wish I had the balls to do that as a kid. I wish I had the balls as a kid to say to my friends, I'm gay. Because life would have been a completely different, it would have led completely different. There would have yeah. been so many different paths I would have gone down. But I didn't do a lot of stuff because I didn't want, like, I really wanted to get into acting. I really wanted to be on TV. I really wanted to be on the stage. But I didn't want to do any of that because I grew up in, on a council estate in the 90s where you got told you had to be a builder or a bricklayer or, like, a, you needed a man's job. So I never did anything that I wanted to do when I was a kid. And I'm only now sort of just experiencing stuff that I actually really like doing as a as a adult that like I really would love to have done as a kid. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. But you like the, it just, that element, but the rest, you are glad you grew up in the 90s. Yeah, I think so. Because I just think, like, the world, and it is social media. Yeah, the world is is 
you know everything about everything. When we grew up as kids, you were kind of sheltered from a lot of stuff because you didn't watch the news or you didn't have something in your hand 24-7 telling you absolutely every terrible thing that's going on in the world. Like, you were kind of sheltered from all that sort of stuff. Even though it went on and there was bad things that happened in the world, you were sheltered from yeah. it. Yeah. But then again, that technology is scary for a lot of, lot of things. Yeah. It, Do you know what I mean? You no, know, 100%. I know what you mean. And we were sheltered. When we were younger, if my mates went out without me, I didn't know. They just went out. But now you yeah. can see where people are all the time. And this is happening. They're taking a selfie yeah. here. And I, I worry for teenagers. I think that's, but that might be a me issue. But I think I worry that makes them a bit anxious, feeling excluded. Like I remember as a kid, when I wanted to go out, we knew that the telephone box for the top shops. And we used to ring the telephone box who's down there. <laughs> And if your mates were down there, you'd pick it up. If the phone box rang, you knew it was one of us. Oh, yeah. So you pick up, you're like, hello. And, and the, our parents used to ring it. Yeah. So that's where we used to hang out. And our parents used to ring the telephone box. And you, I'd answer, I'd be like, Naomi, your mum says you got to go home. Your tea's done. Like, that was our... <laughs> and I think Snapchat is probably one of the worst, worst for the kids. It's got mapped locations where your friends actually are. Yeah. Like... When I was a kid, we were poor. We never went on holiday as a kid. Like, it just physically couldn't happen. So when I went at the six weeks of my holiday, I used to go back to school and used to lie. Oh, I'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I've been on holiday, I've been here. You won't be able to do that now. I know. They'd be like, no, I saw on Snapchat you were at Sunset. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that does worry me a little bit. So if you could go back to Darren then and tell him something, what would you tell him? It's okay to be you. Yeah. Like... Allow, don't worry about anybody else. Just be you. Because when you finally get to the stage where you realise who you are and that person is going to make you the most happiest person ever and things are going to come from that because that things you never expected. Like, I never expected to have a kid. I grew up thinking that would never happen. I got told if I when I came out that you'll never get married, you'll never have children, like... And all of that sort of stuff is happening. So I think if I ever had to say anything to myself, my younger self was ride it out, allow yourself to be to be who you are and you'll get everything you ever wanted. Because weirdly, I have absolutely everything I've ever wanted to have and that is a family. So yeah, that would be what I would oh, say. Oh, Lancel, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and telling us all your tales. And guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Phone Box Podcast. As I said, go and check me out on social media. Go and check Darren out on social media. And I will see you next week for another episode. And say goodbye, Darren. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.